Hey, what's up, guys? This is another episode of the 3D Podcast. I'm your boy, Austin, Podcast Director. I'm sitting here with Rob. What's up? So, Rob, who are you? Tell us about yourself. So, yeah, I grew up in uh, in the outskirts of uh, St. Louis, Missouri, uh, St. Charles specifically. Um, I started listening to music since... Ever since I can remember, um, I started listening uh, to classic rock and roll, so like Guns N' Roses, uh, Led Zeppelin, just all, all that, um, all that like, uh, just like classic hard rock, you know what I'm saying? So um, <clears throat> I grew up listening to that. Uh, obviously, shout out Casey 95, longest living rock station. I I grew up on Casey, and that's all they play. So um, so yeah, that definitely. Um, uh, pretty much uh, defines like where I got uh, my musical taste, I guess you can say. Tell us what was it like when you first heard your heard your first EDM song? Yeah, for sure, Austin. So, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean that was uh, that was actually um, pretty crazy. Like, I actually still uh, still fucking remember it. Actually, uh, <clears throat> my first. EDM song I guess I technically listened to uh, I was like in like what was it probably fifth grade or something and um, and one of my uh, childhood friends showed me uh, showed me this song he was like yo listen to this thing it's called dubstep and I literally had no idea what it was and he played like 10 seconds of it and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I didn't like, and I never listened to it for, for years after that. But, um, but then I started getting into, um, started getting into hip hop. So like I was super into Lil Wayne and all that. And, um, and pretty much like everything, like cash money that was coming out, like, like back in that day, like car, like Carter three, like like Carter two to Carter like four days was like was like pretty lit so so yeah like I guess that kind of uh, defines my age like how how young I am but uh <laughs> but um <clears throat> but yeah so so I was listening to Lil Wayne and all that and um and I started getting into pop music and uh for some reason like I just started listening to fucking, um, like to, man, I, I don't even know what's on my phone right now, but probably shit like, I know for a fact I got some Katy Perry on there, what some the like fuck? old ass Jamie Foxx, fucking Akon, fucking like all that shit. So, <clears throat> so that was pretty much all I was listening to. And then whenever EDM started to, um, kind of make its way into pop music i guess you could say with with like with all that pop music like tayo cruz like dynamite like uh-huh. like like that was a mainstream like slower electronic song i mean that's what it was it had like the build up it had you know the let's put our hands up you know it was just a lot like i mean no shots but i mean it was hey. a lot cheesier you know hey. so i mean <clears throat> so i started like listening to that shit and um and the same friend that showed me dubstep, I went, uh, I went on a weekend vacation with him, and uh, he showed me this song called uh, oh, man, I, "Fuck, What Is It." 
It's a David Guetta song, and and it has Fergie in it. It's called um, what is that? <laughs> yeah, can someone search that? Can someone search that? What was it? Um, uh, David Guetta and Fergie. Search um, that shit. But yeah, so David Guetta and Fergie was like the very first song, like EDM song that I was like, holy shit. Getting over you. Yeah, yeah, yeah getting over you. Getting over you. So, so yeah, getting over you was like literally the first EDM song that, that like I ever heard. So when that came out, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like the vibes were just like, let's party, let's go. And like, I loved the synths in it. I didn't even know what a synth was like, but I loved all the sounds in it and I loved the vibe of it. And I didn't even know that it was electronic music. I just thought that it was just fucking pop music. Like I didn't, like, I didn't even know EDM was a fucking thing. So that was the first song. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the first song that like I ever like got into, but I didn't even know that it was like EDM. But, um, so like fast forward, like however many years and, um, and, uh, 2000, uh, fuck, what is it? Like 20, like 2012 roll, like rolls around and, um, fuck when, what, when was it? It might not have been 2012 because whenever Forza Horizon came out, Ooh. I'm gonna say that's like when I first got into electronic music. That and game is my shit. Yeah, that yeah. Anyone who knows that's an amazing game, and you know, and anybody who's listening knows why I got into that because of the very first song in the opening is "Language" by Porter Robinson. And every time I opened up the yeah. game, I was like, "What the fuck is this song? It's so much vibes." And it, like, and I looked it up, and I figured out who Porter Robinson was. I looked up all the other electronic songs. I figured out who Maddian was. So yeah, bro, I literally, I literally be driving around my Shelby. Like, they got EDM songs yeah, like on dude. the stations yeah, in the dude. game. Yeah, That's dude. so fucking tight. Yeah, yeah, you already know. So like. <laughs> So like that was yeah so that was pretty much like my introduction was language by Porter Robinson and I literally remember just going on YouTube or or SoundCloud or whatever it was on and I just remember like listening to it and I literally remember sending it to every single one of my friends like on Snapchat and I remember like most of them saying there are no words in this like and then I literally like replied like so like like who cares like it's a dope ass song and they're like well there's no words in it and, and I was like I don't give a fuck like this song is fucking awesome so um, which actually is wor- like words to it but but yeah that was the uh, language by Porter Robinson and Forza Horizon introduced me into like real electronic music and that. And then from there, like, I started listening to Madian and stuff like that and all, like, um, just, like, the electro-style stuff um, back in, like, uh, 2012, 2013. And then I started getting into, um, to, like, EDM trap. So whenever Flostradamus got really big, R.L. Grime got big with um, uh, with his Love Sosa uh, remix and all that stuff, like, I was hopping on that train really hard. Um, so, yeah, um, language was the... Uh, was the first song and then um and then pretty much like right after that i became like a trap head because that's what was really big and then i kind of like forgot about like like all like the electro style like progressive stuff until like like a year or two after whenever um whenever like big room house was like 
big and shit on Vine. Like, like you literally go on Vine and everything was like a big, yeah, yeah, RIP. But like you literally go into Vine and like every single compilation, like sports video, like, like video game, uh, a Vine, it was all like a big room house song. So like, I obviously like, like hopped on that bandwagon. So, (laughs) yeah. Dope. That's the uh, short story. Um, pretty extended, I guess. <laughs> nice. I I know uh, how we talked about in the last podcast. We were all in together, and you were on there, and uh, you were talking about how you were you started producing when you were twelve years old. How? Uh, when did you start getting serious about it? Like, when did you start getting serious about making your being like producing music and get making like just sauce shit? When did you start doing that? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so when I started... Well, what, what what inspired you to do that? Like, what inspired you to get serious with that shit? Oh, what inspired me? Okay, okay. All right, yeah, for sure. So so I guess I'll start off with how I... Uh, with how I uh, started off uh, producing. So um, back in the day when Rob was just 11, 12 building Legos all day, doing nothing, <laughs> playing video games with my brother, you know, just the classic old stuff. Um, <clears throat> I was sitting in my room one day, and my mom comes into my room, and she's like, hey, there is a, um, there's a program that Nelly started. And then um, if you don't know who Nelly is, St. Louis native, probably one of the biggest guys to... Um, come out from St. Louis. I would say Metro, but he's based like out of Atlanta. But he started a school called Extreme Institute, and uh, <clears throat> and and yeah, my mom was like, "Do you want to go to uh, to this youth program that they're hosting?" And they hosted a uh, they hosted a beat making program, a videography, a singing, and a dance. So. Uh, so my mom was like, okay, so it's like a five-day uh, a course, you know. You can either do um, one a day or you can do, like, the beat-making one all week. And I was like, well, shit, I'll do the beat-making one because I don't really care about videography. But, like, I was hella into, like, fucking Lil Wayne, fucking, like, Tyga. Like, like like I said, like, all those, like, like cash money guys and, like, just all the guys coming out, like... Uh, uh, back in the day, so like, uh, so like twenty uh, ten and all that shit. So, so pretty much when like trap beats started to get like really big, um, I was really interested in, like in that music, but I didn't even know how the fuck like, w- like I didn't even know what a beat was. I didn't know people produced beats. I just thought they were just like things that just existed that you would just like put in a computer and it would just shit out a fucking beat you know what i'm saying so like i didn't even fucking know so when she was like oh yeah you can make beats i was like oh shit bet so i went to the beat making um so i went to the beat making course first day i go there it's fucking amazing i still remember like the smell of the place like it just smelled super fresh so just like super um like inspiring and just like i don't even really know because i was so young and like i didn't even know what any of that shit meant but like i knew that it was a place that like i wanted to be you know so um so 
So I walk in and um, go to my first like course for the day, and um, and this guy introduces himself as um, he's like, "Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Wishmaster, and um, I'm your instructor for this week." Uh, and um, shout out to Wishmaster, man, seriously, because because um, uh, he really I uh, did like pretty much uh, uh, put me on to like what I want to do, but Wishmaster Beats, um, you might know him from, um, uh, from songs, uh, he made, uh, Like a Boat with, uh, with, um, uh, with Lonely Island, and, like, I remember when, like, when he first told me that, he was like, like, my mind was just like, holy shit, I'm 12 years old, and I'm meeting this guy who, like, made a song that, like, I had on my phone prior to even going to that school. So, like, I was like, shit, bro, like, (laughs) you made this? Like, this is on my phone. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, shit, thanks for the money. I was like, nice. (laughs) But, uh, but, yeah, he, um, he showed me that he, um, that he made all that shit and, um, and that he started pretty much online, uh, beat leasing and stuff. And he uh, really got big with that. And, um, and that just like really inspired me. Cause like, I didn't even know what that was. I always knew I wanted to do something with music, but I didn't know what industries like there were to go into like in the music industry. So, so that just like pretty much put like a little, uh, just like a little, uh, like reminder in my head that like, yeah, like that's like what I want to do and shit and like that's what I want to do with my life so um so yeah he teaches me he 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 teaches us there's only three kids in the class so um pretty sad not gonna lie but I mean I mean it was pretty vibey though because we each gotta um learn on our own and get like um, hands-on experience and like individual help with wish which if it was a bigger class we we wouldn't have got so but I leave the first day, and um, and my mom picks me up, and I'm like, yo, if this was school every day, I'd want to come to fucking school. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, like sign me up for this. Like, I will wake up, like, an hour early. Like, like this shit's dope. Like, I want to make fucking beats. So, so I got FL, started making beats, started downloading free samples, didn't know anything about mixing, didn't even know what a fucking baseline was. What in the fuck is FL? FL Studio? Oh, FL Studio is uh, FL Studio is a digital audio workstation, and um, you produce music on it. Oh. You edit audio in it. So there's other programs like Logic, Pro Tools, but I started out on FL Studio <laughs> making beats because that's the easiest. Um, if you're a producer, you know that um, uh, that making beats. It's probably the easiest to um, create a beat, at least, in FL Studio, um, just because of the step sequencer. If you're a producer, you already know that. But I started out on FL, and I was making, like, actually pretty fucking dope beats. Like, I still have them on my fucking, like, hard drive. None of them have bass lines or anything. How old were you when you started, like, making dope shit? Like, legit, like, serious, like, okay, this is actually, like, good, like... Oh, like good, good shit. Cause like you know when you jack around, like when yeah, you're first starting, you, yeah. you got those like okay, these are kind of good, but yeah. they're like you look back when you make some actual good shit, you're like, dude, that shit sucked ass. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah, so the first good thing I actually made was 
was actually probably a couple of years ago because I was just jacking around like all the way up until three years ago. Were you like, like 17, 18? Uh, I was, uh, I mean, how, how old was I? I was about 16 or or 17, like when I started getting like serious. But like when I f- like made like my first uh, track that was actually like, okay, this could actually be a legit fucking song. About two, like two years ago, yeah. And then that's when I knew, like, I was like, holy shit, like, if I can make this shit, then if I spend my time all fucking day doing it, then then I don't even know what the fuck I can make, but it's way better than this, I can tell you that. And, uh, and yeah, it's just been a, up, like, a, it's just been a pretty cool ride, I guess, to learn all this, all, all this cool knowledge about producing and audio engineering, and it's so much, like, it's ridiculous. It's fun though. How is the process with your like personal studio? How's that like? You what, like because you start off with like probably like shittier equipment. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh um, yeah, oh like, yeah. How did you even? Did you have a job? Like, how did you make money? Like, because that shit's expensive. Oh, oh no, oh no. So, um, well, oh yes, I actually did have a job. So like, so when I started getting serious, I actually did. Uh, I actually did have a job. Um, I worked as a, um, I got lucky and I got a job young, um, at a, a repair shop and I literally just started doing random shit there. I started fucking sweeping the floor, uh, fucking, uh, take, uh, like taking out the trash. I'm not even joking. <laughs> just like shit like that. And then, and then from there I started fixing actual tools so like um so like anything electrical so like a power grinder power drill um just like any electrical thing that you plug into the wall to cut destroy or fix something like a tool makita uh, milwaukee whatever i can pretty much fix it i can still fix it like i still remember how but i work there and i work straight up um like 45 hours a week and straight up cash I wasn't on payroll, Ooh. and uh, I, like... Under the book shit. Uh, like, under the fucking table shit, uh, and, like, I was, like... Like, there was a point where... Like, there was a point where I had 2,500 bucks of 100s just sitting in my fucking um, drawer, and, like, I didn't know what to do because, like, I was six... Or, wait, no, fuck, not even 16. I was 15, um, and... Um, and so yeah, I uh, I started um, thro- throwing that throwing that in the bank account, but um, uh, but yeah, I uh, oh, fuck. What was the original question? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. How did I um, how did I afford all this shit? So so yeah, uh, I did have a job. I got lucky at I got lucky young and uh, and got a job where I where I made good money under the. You know, it's just straight up cash, and it was pretty nice. And I literally just only bought music equipment because I was living with my, like, with my parents. So I didn't have like, like they provide for me, like, like they are awesome parents, and um, I didn't pay for anything. So, um, so I just I bought a computer, I bought speakers, I bought audio interface, and I bought a MIDI keyboard, and all those were within like like six like six months apart from each other so like it was saving like it was saving but i actually did buy a dj controller like 
<clears throat> first, like as my first like equipment thing, like a DDJ SR was my first like actual piece of hardware for like not even making music, but like just to DJ music because I like because I was getting into DJing and stuff, and I wanted to learn how to DJ. But to be honest, like I think I was maybe a little too scared to start producing because every time I because every time I would go to produce, it'd just be so like fucking intimidating. So I was like, well, fuck, I'll just get. I'll just start DJing, and um, and then after that, I started getting like super serious into producing, obviously. But I did have a job, and I did save up my money, and um, I'm glad I did. I didn't really have like a life in the summer, really. All my friends were out doing shit. Oh yeah, where you at? Oh yeah, work. Yeah, you're there every day. Like yeah, like I know. I like I like making money so I can buy music shit. I'm sorry, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So. For the people, if you could give them advice, the for the people that are just now starting off producing. For sure. What would that be? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, <clears throat> oh, shit. What? Man, that's a good. Man, that's a good question because I'm trying to like figure out what I struggled with the most. Like, I mean, honestly, like if you're just trying, like like, trying to start, um, producing, like, one of the biggest things that I learned was that I tried to learn everything first, I guess, instead of try it first, you know, so, so, so I would open up Logic, um, which is the software that I, uh, operate on now, so I would open up Logic, and I would see all these plugins and all these random ass buttons and i was like like this like i can't fucking do this like 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 my mind like is literally just like give like i'm having anxiety just looking at the fucking screen because of so much information i'm like what the fuck is this and like so from there like i just stress the fuck out of myself by by trying to learn everything and um just learn what like fucking eqing is and like learn all this shit but um but it wasn't doing anything and um like in the first time i actually saw like real real results is when i just made whatever the fuck i wanted and then if i was trying to switch something up or whatever i would um just literally, like, like stop my session, go, like, Google what my problem is, learn, like, learn what that problem is, and then I would fix it right then and there, and then keep going on with my song. Where before, I would just try and, like, watch a shit ton of tutorials all fucking day, and then, like, at the end of the night, like, I would just try and put it all into one, um, just, like, I would just try to put all my knowledge into one session, and it was just too, like overwhelming so but like i don't do that now because because i try not to stop my sessions but i do definitely think that that helped me that um that it's better to just like like honestly just like be creative like don't fucking worry about like like the audio engineering shit until it's like until it's necessary because if you can make like a good fucking song like like the engineering part will come with it and like that's what i was like having trouble with and i didn't like and in this time 
I didn't even know what engineering was. I just thought it was all fucking producing music. Like, I didn't even know there was a difference. But there is a difference between, um, between like, beat making and engineering. So, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, don't just be creative, like, from the get-go. And, and if you have any problems, um, uh, what I would recommend is to just skip it, come back to it later, and then keep being creative because once you're in that creative process and you break out of it, like your mom comes into your room or your dog starts barking, it's very hard to get out of that. And I also learned that with whenever I just stop my session and Google shit, it would stop me from, um, from being creative. But then once I got out of that creative um, mindset and then got into that um, like technical mindset, then my mind was a super focused on like, okay, like how the fuck do I learn this? And then after I spent like a good hour on, on learning that thing that just stopped my like creative session. Now I, now I don't have to like Google it ever again because I already fucking know it. And like, <clears throat> you can pretty much just take that like however you want, because it does depend on how your creativity works. But yeah, man, just, just fucking like, be creative from the get-go and worry about all the technical shit later. Like, like it'll come, you know? Yeah. If you can write a good fucking song, like, you can write a good fucking song. You never know until you try. You yeah. might be good at it. Yeah, you never fucking know until you try, man. So yeah. Try new things. It's, try new things. You never know. You never know. All right, well, this is the 3D Podcast. This is your Austin Podcast Director, Rob, sitting here. Hey, what's good? Catch you guys next week. Peace out, guys.